there's a video I want to publish, uh, but there's an issue where, and see, I have to, this is how careful we have to be. The prototype, uh, the video of the prototype of the AR, AR glasses is a very specific color. And what I've learned throughout the last 24 hours, that's why we got to be patient and sit on stuff and make sure all the ducks are in a row. I've never even said that before, but that's how serious I am. <laughs> Count of ducks. <laughs> Apparently, Burn, all the AR glasses prototypes are separate colors that identify the group of people who worked on them. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. See, and this is this is why we be real careful because Apple's a, they're a sneaky beaver. We recording? Oh yeah. Yes, we are. Fuck today. What? Oh, uh, hi. Oh, hello. Why? Why fuck today? It's been. What's wrong? It's been a shitty cockapoopoo day. Okay, go on. Why I'm gonna go backwards? I'm gonna go backwards. All right. Why Friday today was terrible. Okay. Why today in particular? Okay. I tried to download GTA Five for free because it's free through the Epic Game Store. Whatever. Yeah. It's it's like no. There's there's three goddamn million people trying to download this game, and the servers are just like, nah. You so you gotta wait. <laughs> and it's a hundred gigs, so it's gonna take hours to gigs. download. It's a it's yeah, dude. That game is bloated to shit. Anyway. <laughs> trying to download that game not happening this was the most recent thing to affect my life okay go on go backwards a step yeah. i had to register a bunch of accounts to even get to that point yeah and i had to sit there you know those captures like the the verify you're not a robot um, thing yeah i'm aware I had of them. To, i had to verify i wasn't a robot by clicking bicycles and it took me 15 minutes because every time i'd <laughs> click one it'd be like make sure there's no bicycles okay there's no bicycles click verify <laughs> Ooh, try again. Okay, there's no bicycles. I swear to God, I, I've looked at these multiple times. No bicycles. Right. Oh, try again, though. And it went on for so long. I, I was, like, yelling into my <laughs> I fucking hate those. There's, there's no bicycles! <laughs> it's, like, it's like, please tap on all the images that show street exactly. signs. And I'm just like, yes. what? After I've failed four times, like, what do you think is a street sign? You tell yeah, exactly. me. But you should tell me now where the Now you have to pass are. my test, bitch. <laughs> yes. So that happened previously, back in the day, in, in today, there was a wasp on my ceiling. Oh, one of those uh, murderer things? Murder wasps? It what might have it? been. I don't know what that is. It might have been. Did it but did it get you? No, it was okay. gonna. The cats alerted me to it. So I look up, there's a fucking wasp. Oh, what if it got Even one though, of the cats and they were all swollen? Dude, that would have sucked. But So I have, I have an AC in my window and it, yes. I have literally it all taped up. So there's no air leakage. So but there is wasp leakage. Apparently there's a wasp leakage. So there's a wasp in there. I vacuumed that bitch into my very powerful shark vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> it's alive in the dust tank. Still? It's trying to fight through. Did it's you like, leave no, it there alive? You. you let it be? Well, what do you do? It's in the fucking dust bin. So I just started sucking you up a suck bunch up of cat fire. litter. <laughs> I started <laughs> sucking up a bunch of cat litter trying to like pelt it to death. So it's still alive. Just imagine through all this the cat wasp litter. flying around and the fucking litter's just like... Little pelts. Yeah, it was like fighting to survive. <laughs> so then I just, I say, fuck it. I unplug everything. I just lock you the vacuum cleaner You should have turned your car on and vacuumed some carbon monoxide in, in there. <laughs> in the, like in a the dark exhaust. real quick. Poison it? Yeah. No, but I, so I just lock my, my vacuum cleaner in the basement. And I'm just like, I'm not dealing with you. Do you, you think, get it, out, can, fine, do you think it can make its way out of the vacuum though? That's why it's in holes. the basement, John. I'm not playing. <laughs> why didn't you try harder to kill it? I don't want to touch it. Okay. Just it's like I'd rather torture it to death in the in the vacuum chamber. Okay. And then before that, earlier in the day, earlier I took a nap, which was to relieve the horribleness of earlier. I found out that an air an issue. I have an issue with my very shitty 2003 car. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna cost almost as much as the car is worth to fix it. So now I'm gonna fucking buy a new car. Okay. All this happened today. <laughs> That's. Not, I feel like Fuck. I just woke up. <laughs> Fuck Friday. It's been ass. I told you I was coming in hot today. Uh, you weren't lying. The hotness has come. <laughs> we need an update came on all the in your ears. next week. The hotness came all in your ears, audience. I'm sorry. We can mellow now. Everybody, welcome to Recycle Bin. Welcome uh, to Recycle Bin. The number two tech podcast. <laughs> yeah, the number two tech podcast. <laughs> Let me bitch about wasps and cars shit. Well, okay, to be fair, this week, thanks to our lovely audience, listener people, 
Um, number two in tech, and then we also hit number thirty-eight overall. All That's shows. A, wait, hang on. Oh, are you saying thirty-eight overall on on iTunes? Apple Podcasts? On Apple Podcasts? On literally all podcasts known to man, number thirty-eight. Are you shitting me? I'm I not shitting that. you. That's the real truth of life, guys. You gotta stop this. We this shouldn't be in front of that many. <laughs> this people. is getting out of hand now. <laughs> we didn't ask for this. Um, yeah, we were number two, right behind the New York Times. Like, why? What's so special about the New York Times? <laughs> they probably don't open their their podcast with yelling about wasps. Probably not. Well, if the wasps, almost, if the wasps, <laughs> you can't say, can't say wasp. <laughs> if the wasp story. Doesn't get us number one. I don't know what will. I feel kind of bad knowing it's 38 overall and I opened with that. You should have told me before we started recording. Nah, it's fine. 38 overall. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, listen, guys, uh, since this is a tech podcast, so I want to let you know we're sponsored once again, everybody. <gasps> Woo! We got a sponsor back on the show, everybody. We, we brought Recycle Bin back and uh, now we have a sponsor that has joined... The Toilet Squad, um, we want to tell you about them. Uh, WeVPN. Now listen, this is very important, Brian. Listen up. Are you listening? Are you asking me or the audience? I'm asking you. Yeah, dude, I'm all ears. How many VPNs have we used? Holy, oh my God. All of them. <laughs> right? I would say around, not even not exaggerating, around 10 to 15, probably. Too many, too yeah. many. And I feel so icky about all the VPNs that exist because they all do the same thing, all say the mm -hmm. same thing, all pitch the same thing and all effectively run the same scam. Like looking into all this stuff behind the scenes of VPNs, it's messy. It's yeah. real messy. It really like is. You see VPN reviews on trusted websites that you visit. I don't want to say, I don't want to put anybody on blast yet, but trusted websites that you visit, tech websites, quote unquote tech websites, that give you reviews of VPNs like the top ones to use or this is the best one. No, this is the best one. Are paid tens of thousands of dollars to say that, or they get literally all the revenue for that review or whatever, for that quote unquote honest review. Um, the VPN is relatively new. And the only VPN that we have ever seen so far that we are totally comfortable putting our reputation on the line, putting our names behind, yeah. uh, for the long haul, ladies and gentlemen, we don't need to explain what a VPN is. I feel like you know at this point. Keeps you safe, protected, secure online. Keeps mm -hmm. you anonymous for activities. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to watch Netflix, you, you're in Canada. You're like, I want to watch U.S. stuff, and then boom, you, because of the VPN, looks like you're in the U.S. or your other activities on other websites um, where you want to get movies. Sports. Some, yes. You want to. <laughs> sports. sports. That's what I was saying. Sports. Um, you can easily do that with a VPN. You know what it does. You know what. You probably have one. And this is my pitch to you. Everybody listen up. You know I wouldn't be asking this of you. I wouldn't be playing this game with you. I wouldn't be asking for your trust unless I truly believed in this thing. If you have a VPN, whatever it is, I want you to cancel it. <laughs> Listen, you can put this on oh, me. If strong it, if, words. If this goes horribly wrong, you can come to me and you can say, fuck you, John, Jern. <laughs> you said that I should get rid of my VPN and everything Everything went to shit. But Ooh, I, small I, print. Small print there. Don't cancel it if it's WeVPN. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you, you already, already have, have them, WeVPN, we don't cancel it. Okay, This I'm, part's not for you. You know, I wouldn't be asking you this unless I meant it. I want you to cancel your current VPN or just pause your subscription. Whatever you got to do. And go to wevpn.com slash recyclebin. Download it. Give it a try. Give it a shot for me. All right? Do you love me? Do you trust me? Give it a shot because I swear, number one, uh, it's a lot faster than the VPN you're using. can promise you that. But number two, it's also not as expensive as the VPN that you're using. For example, a lot of the VPNs that you... You sign up for, maybe you heard it from a YouTuber, a podcast, maybe you heard from us at one point. You go to the you go to the website and it's like this price, 50% off. Uh, and so you're like, oh, that's a good price because they're running a promotion. And then yeah. you pay it, and then like five months later, the price increases because it was actually just a oh, temporary no. thing that they were doing for just just to trick you for a second. Uh, with WeVPN, there's no fancy deals or anything like that. The price you see, that's what you get. That's what you pay. And if you pay it once, your grandfather, that like even if the price is changing in the future, that's your price. Right now, $2.49 a month. $2.49. cents. $2 yes. American, U.S., uh, America bucks. That's 
per year. Uh, 10 devices connected at once, all the way encrypted, no logs are saved on their end. So you're, there's literally nothing. You're totally anonymous, even to them. Uh, all your devices are covered. Uh, and it's, like I said, it's super fast. Just give it a try. Cancel your current VPN. It's time to do it. Cancel it. Do it for Jern. Believe in Jern. This reminds me of those, those very specific moments where there's a company that sort of shakes stuff up, like a T-Mobile or what have you. Yeah. Where it's like the, the like let's say the wireless market's kind of drowning in overinflated pricing and annoying, like weirdly specific contracts and shit like that. Right. And then a like a more forward thinking company comes out of nowhere and is like, no, nah, but why though? Why is this like this? And they offer more straightforward options at a better exactly. price. This that's feels what this exactly is. like that. Yep. What you see is what you get. Uh, give it a try again. That's WeVPN, WEVPN.com slash RecycleBin. The link is down in the show notes. Uh, we're going all in on these guys. We want to we wanna partner with them for a long time. We, we love you long time. <laughs> okay. Burn? Yes, sir. So last week we didn't, we didn't do any call-ins. Because they were shitty. <laughs> a lot of a lot of voicemails a lot of them were shitty but also we I wanted to vent about the reddit stuff this week That's true. All call-ins. Because they're good. Yeah, dude. So I sifted the crazy through part. hundreds <laughs> hundreds of call-ins. Um and we have like I don't know 15 20 here today. An amount uh, but listen, I'm so proud of you guys. I'm so proud. Uh, we we had you call in. We asked for to keep your questions around 30 seconds and don't make them stupid. Your questions were around 30 seconds and they weren't stupid. So thank you. We are so proud of you. It's your questions impressive. are so good this week. Your um, questions are worthy of a 38th place overall podcast there you, on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> there you go. Number two in tech behind the New York Times. <laughs> um, if you guys want to call in, the number is 404-913-4226. Call it. Do not text it. You'll be greeted with a voicemail greeting thing. You'll leave us a voicemail, ask us your question, uh, and you might make it on the show. So if you are listening to today's episode and you don't hear your question, but you know you called in, uh, sorry. Again, there were hundreds to go through. If we missed your question, you want to make sure that we we at least get to get the opportunity to hear and put it on the show. Call again. Ask again. Uh, that's it. But first, before we jump into the Collins burn, do you remember last week how I how I talked about that sleep app that I have? Oh yes! Oh, the week. Oh, we there needs to be a name for this segment. If I, I remember to do it, yet. I rarely remember. I'll think to of one of my off time. Yeah. So there's this app called Sleep Talk. I think Sleep Talk. Who gives a fuck? It's It's a, it's a. It app. records you while you sleep. You turn it on. You set it next to you. And you put it on the bed, and it turns on when it hears activity, and it and it <laughs> and it records you if you're talking in your sleep. And so I want to, uh, I want to play a couple of those. On the show every Wait, now and again. You have you have no, multiples? I, no, okay. I have one for today's show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I want I would like for this to be a recurring segment if I remember to do it. Okay, so here's the one that was recorded this week. Uh oh, no. it's like a minute long of just Really? Yeah. Oh boy. Are you ready, Burn? Yeah, I guess. Okay, here you go. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Can you help me find a cheese? I can't find it. The cheese is gone. <laughs> You're so distraught. Can you please help me find a cheese? This <laughs> is cheese is missing. The cheese is missing. You fucking lost the cheese. <laughs> I lost it. And it's Dude. over. Just like that. <laughs> it's the, the fucking the craziest part of that is like that just sounds like you cheese. in like normal conversation slowed down and kind of drunk. <laughs> I fucking like that's lost exa- the cheese. That's exactly how you sound like normally throughout the day. Man, that's I lost so the weird. cheese, burn. Do you remember that? Do you remember a dream involving cheese at all? Mm-mm. Nope. Interesting. But apparently, I was dreaming about cheese. I lost the cheese. Wow. I'm. Yeah. That's. It sounds like a really sad dream. I'm. I'm sorry you had to go through yeah, that. Yeah, I was you very right? distraught, as you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for Collins? 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, quick disclosure. I don't let Brian hear any of these before the show. We, we, you know, I think I'm pretty sure last episode you told me you wanted help sifting through them. <laughs> I know, but I didn't, didn't use your help and you didn't hear them. <laughs> you haven't heard them yet. So that okay, disclosure is just for now. So just, it, these are going to be my hot right, takes. Fuck you, I'm going to play it. Up. I'm going to play it. Okay. Here we go. Hey, John. Um, this is Gautam from Japan. And uh, I really wanted to ask you about the whole Apple Glasses thing. Like, is it supposed to be a glorified notification machine or is it a proper AR experience thingy? What, what, especially the input, like, can you use your hands and gestures or do you tap on the side? So many questions. <laughs> right? What do you think? <laughs> How does this turn off? Do I end the call? <laughs> oh, this is a good one. <laughs> Oh, okay, it's been 30 question. seconds. I'm oh. not sure how this works, but I hope it went through. <laughs> Bye. Good job, Gotham. You did it. Okay, so <laughs> real quick, there's a question that follows that from somebody else that's sort of along the same line. So here we go. Play that. Hi, this is Brandon calling from California. My question, based on what you've seen, heard, or even think, what do you think the short-term play or the first iteration of an AR headset will be geared towards? Are we thinking AR navigation, messages, and gaming, similar to what we have on smartphones now, but in a head-mounted way, or more aggressive, like a full AR world or an OS we're interacting with all the time? Thanks. Keep up your great work. See? Dude, pretty good start. I'm blown away that they aren't <laughs> just filled with farts and, and dumb things to, to ask. Okay. So, uh, in your infinite apple glasses wisdom, what do you think? Um, so from what I know, uh, starboard, the UI that's part of the AR glasses, Apple glasses, um, you communicate it, you communicate with it with your eyes and also, uh, like gestures, hand gestures. Um, interesting. Now, as far as what we can expect the first iteration to look like, um, I want to say it's this crazy futuristic thing, but. We haven't had anything like this. I mean, d d before you fucking throw in Google Glass or whatever, or folk, what is it? Focals by North or whoever, whoever's making quote unquote AR glasses right now. Not the same. This is not the same. Uh, just as you, it, I compare it to like what you ex what you had with wearables before the Apple Watch. The Apple Watch sort of changed what you expect from a wearable. Um, yeah. And I think what people need to also think about is like this is also Apple making a, a, a product, and they f they make consumer hardware. So like it's not going to be this crazy mind bending device, yeah. right? Like it's it's going to be reasonable. Well, like so Google Glass was specifically targeted for enterprise use, so business customers, and it was it was an experimental thing from Project X, I think Google's like experimental team. Mm -hmm. Um. I would ex if if I'm being honest, what we could expect from Apple Glasses would be more along the lines of, especially with, with the first generation product, I would expect an iteration throughout the years, kind of what we saw with uh, the Apple Watch. So when we first got makes, it, it was kind of limited uh, notifications, uh, some some brief features, but a lot of a lot of what it did in the processing happened off of the device itself it was like it depended on your iphone expect that to be what your what your apple glasses do it's going to depend on the sensors in your apple watch and your iphone if you don't have an apple watch then it'll just depend on stuff in your iphone all that stuff is just collecting data to add to your apple glasses experience and the lidar sensors right now in uh the ipad all of that information is going straight to the ar team for apple glasses um so i would i it, I want to say, you know, it's this crazy thing. It's going to change your life. Uh, I think it will over time. But for the first generation product, I think we can expect just something that works for now. I think that just so they can yeah. put it out and say that we did it. And once we have, you know, regular customers using this and uh, more people testing it in the market and they get to see how people use it and how people want to use it, then we'll see more stuff get added. But I think you can expect it to be sort of like the first iteration of the Apple Watch. Yeah, I feel like, and, and you know, like with 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 the Apple Watch, I feel like it's going to be a lot of life sort of integration. Like you said, it's going to use the iPhone, the sensors in the iPhone, and the Apple Watch, and it's going to sort of aggregate those into a single experience. 
And I, I, I'm willing to bet there probably won't be much overlap either between right. functionality. Like, because Apple's, you know, they they want you to buy specific stuff. Like, you're never going to see an iPhone that comes with, like, uh, heartbeat monitoring stuff. Yeah. Like, that's never going to be integrated because the Apple Watch has it. So you almost need to look for gaps in what those products provide and look into how Apple Glasses could you know function in there i think yeah that, that makes sense it, yeah and it just expected to open the door to like all your crazy wildest dreams that you imagine ar being yeah. uh don't expect that with the first device just it just it, let it open the door for us get us in there into the mm-hmm. ar world like like i said we've seen it before but the thing about when apple does it is it's opening it up to the average consumer market you know google glass was really cool for 2013 or it was whenever a tech they did demo it. yeah and it was just for a specific subset of people that were willing to test an experimental product. Right. This is, you know, this is supposed to appeal to everybody. Um, and you can, you're, just anybody everywhere can wear it. They're going to look like regular glasses. They're not going to mm-hmm. look like crazy. Uh, I've seen them. They're not going to look like crazy, like... Future goggles. Yeah. Google Glass looked a little... <laughs> crazy. Uh, and Focals by North and then Amazon had, I think they're called Echo Frames. They're like thick and like very obviously a computer on your face. Uh, yeah. These look like glasses. And um, so, and because of that, and because of a lot of the processing happening off device, I, I definitely expect, um, I expect things to be not what, what you think they're going to be, at least for that first year. Yeah, I feel like, like you said, Apple Watch is a good example of how things will roll out. But I think iPad's another good example. If you look at where iPad was a handful of years ago and now, they're almost like completely different platforms. Yeah. Because of all the like the expanded integration. I mean, who would have thought that like iPads now would have like storage management or you know like a file <laughs> yeah. system and like uh you, like the ability to pair third party like Xbox controllers and PlayStation like that's crazy to me. Like yeah, the fact if you were that, if you were like, hey, one of the iPads down the line is going to come with USB C, be like, what? Like, Exactly. So I think you can we can plug expect a hard drive in what? <laughs> exactly. I think I think we can expect a slow rollout, like you said. You know that makes that makes the most sense. And we have to remember it's it's Apple, so they're not going to go balls right. to the wall in the beginning and be like, "Look at the future glasses." <laughs> yeah, they're going to get these in the into like old boomer hands. You know, that's, yeah. that's going to be the goal. So, so. Ming Chi Kuo, who out of all the Apple analyst people, he's the one I respect the most. He said they were coming. In 2022, at the I earliest, saw that on, on Twitter, um, yeah. And I can't believe I did this, but I actually went against his prediction and said that I was told March or June next year. I I was told March, but I would expect June because WWDC. Um, that makes sense. And I just trust. I trust. So originally, like Ming Chi Kuo said, they were coming this year. So he's changed his timeline on these quite a mm-hmm. bit. Um. And I trust my timeline sources more than his. I'm just being honest. I mean, I haven't gotten much timeline stuff wrong. So it's been very accurate. So, I mean, that's what I'm expecting. But a few people pointed this out, and this might be true, uh, that they that I'm right, and they announce it at WWDC next year for developers, but it doesn't actually get physically released to consumers until the following year. That makes a ton of sense because they, they, you're gonna want some sort of app integration, regardless. They of did what that. It looks they like. did that with the with um the Apple Watch. It was like oh really? They announced it and then it came out months and months after. Hang on, I, guess I, I forgot had, that. Let me see. I think I had um a DM where somebody just broke it down as a reminder. Let me see if I can find this because it's really interesting. Useful. Okay. Um, iPhone was announced in January 2007. Mm-hmm. Was released in June iPad was announced in January 2010, but it came out in April. Apple Watch was announced September 2014, actually physically released in April 2015. Wow. Last one was HomePod, June 2017, released in 2018, February. And then, of course, you know how AirPower went. It was yeah. announced and never came out. <laughs> like, I like how you included the AirPower part. Yeah. <laughs> that makes so much sense. I, I, I You know... There's got to be also like, it seems every year there's some some app developer that comes out and it's like, we've been working closely with Apple with this new technology. Mm-hmm. 
So that's going to play a part too, I think. And if like they, for, you know, if they announce sake. it at WWDC and they sort of explain it, especially a developers conference, that gives developers like a year to work on stuff and get ready for the glasses. Right. And, you know, this is kind of weird, but I guess I kind of want to acknowledge that. I don't think we were like being negative about the Apple glasses, talking about like tempering your expectations and it's not going to be anything crazy at first. Yeah. Because I think this will be, if it goes well, I mean, we don't know that that much about it yet, but knowing how Apple does stuff, I think this will be the first real try into normalizing an, an AR experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think people see how incredible the demos are for like HoloLens. Right. And they're like, oh my God, it's gonna, I'm going to wear glasses and do that all the time. That's <laughs> yeah. not it. And we don't know a lot about the glasses, but we... Jern and Burn know a lot more than most everybody else. And mm-hmm, yeah. so just temper your expectations. It's not going to be, I mean, it's going to be cool, but just, I think it's, you got to look at the bigger changing. picture. Yeah. You got to look at the bigger picture and, and look at what they can become and not what they are the first year. Right. And yeah, like switch your thinking. It's not going to be, don't think sci fi, think, think it yeah like advanced 2020 and they just acquired tech. uh what is it next vr i think that's what it was called it's a vr mm. ar company that allow it's that company that allows you to like be at a sports event or a concert in vr oh cool cool yeah, i didn't so know that's that really cool yep they they just confirmed that today i think that's really great okay honestly all i want all i want real quick before we move on i just want to be able to see my gps directions and my glasses <laughs> that'd be cool that's all i want okay uh next one here we go Hey, hey, John, this is uh, Andrew Edwards calling. I just oh had a goodness. quick tech question for you, if you don't mind. I was trying to remember, could you could you just reiterate the ingredients and how to make your favorite childhood sandwich? Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, no. Love you, Dad. <laughs> oh, I love him. What a oh, cameo. You did this, Burn. You what fucking did this shit. Oh. I love that it's spreading amongst not just the audience oh, and like it's not going outward. Do I really got do I really have to? I mean, it was not on our podcast that you talked about it. You brought up I made you such a up. mistake. I made such a mistake the other you night. You confided in me. Not even on a podcast. I was just talking to Brian and I that confided in him and he fucking ruined it. There was a sandwich that I ate as a small child. Oh, your favorite sandwich. <laughs> yes. It's a banana sandwich. Now, Ooh, okay, if specify. you hear, Ooh, yeah, if you hear banana part. sandwich burn, what ingredients do you think of? What comes to mind? I, as an American youth, <laughs> I think of uh, bananas, peanut butter, and maybe uh, marshmallow fluff. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not what my banana You know, sweet was. things, sweet things. But Jern, what do you consider to be a <laughs> Mayonnaise can pairing? be sweet. <laughs> mayonnaise. <laughs> wow. It was, ban- it was just sliced up bananas and mayonnaise. And now, listen, I It know- sounds like a nightmare. I know it sounds gross. I'm aware that it sounds gross, but it's not. And if you're li- listen, if you if you hear this show right now, you got time, right? We're gonna be talking for like another half hour or so. You have time, so and I know you got I know you got bananas, I know you got bread, and I know you got mayonnaise. Just just try it, throw it together, see what it tastes. I swear, this is like it's in my memory as a child. It was so good. And then Brian pointed out it was probably depression food. Well, it came from my grandma, so it probably was <laughs> depression food. But it, no, nobody said depression food can't be delicious. Jern, I listen. And you are know fuck Andrew Edwards. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he. He even he even came to my defense. He texted me because you talked you talked about it on a podcast like two nights ago. Uh-huh. You exposed me to the world. Yes. And Andrew actually texted me, came to my defense, and said that he actually he knows about the banana sandwich with mayonnaise and he likes it. I don't even believe you. I oh my god, Andrew, <laughs> why couldn't you? You have said it in the voice mail memo thing. <laughs> no one will believe me. Listen, if you pay me. A thousand dollars. I'll try it live on the podcast. I mean, you get paid. You get paid every month. Does that count? I require a bonus extra? for extreme <laughs> circumstances. <laughs> oh, my, and you, for a thousand, it will take a thousand dollars for you to try it. That's a nightmare sandwich. Are you? I would you don't that even to, know. I would almost expect that to be on like Fear Factor. What you'll get is is a thousand dollars and a sandwich that changes your life. Midnight then, snack. You know what? Night. Okay. You know what? If I like it, I'll give you 500 back. How about that? 
This is bullshit. <laughs> but I'm considering it. <laughs> okay. Because I want we'll, you to try we'll, it. we'll talk later about this proposition. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's go here. Hey, name's Abu. I'm from Texas. I called a few minutes ago. Not sure what happened with that last one. But my question was, the reason I originally found Front Page Tech was a video you made back in 2017 called Uh-oh. Apple Sucks Now. Ooh. And I don't want to go out on a limb too much, but I would imagine your opinion's a little different now. So I was just curious, what do you think Apple did right over the past two years that changed your mind? That's about it. Um, also, 16-inch MacBook Pro, refresh, when. All right, thanks. <laughs> Bye-bye. So you see what I mean? Good questions. That was great. Great. Um, yeah. 27. He, he remembered the year. I want to ask, because it's been a while, what were the major points on why you felt Apple sucked in, like, in, during that video? So even to this day, Apple sucks now and it's your fault is our most popular video. Mm-hmm. It's unlisted. I unlisted it because it was still like, you know, getting views throughout the years. And I don't believe in that opinion anymore. Right. And so I don't want people to watch it. I mean, it's not private. So it's not like I'm trying to get rid of it. it. Yeah. If you wanted it, you can go back and watch it. But I don't want I don't want new people to see that. And I don't want to be represented by that video. Um I mean, at the time, so I don't know if it's anything Apple did right. I think I had a shift in perspective. I think that I was just a negative asshole. (laughs) I don't think so. I felt like that video was pretty, like, clear and concise. If I remember correctly, my main points were that the iPhone X is bad. It's ugly, Mm -hmm. and it's the notch is a design oversight, which is still kind of true. There were software points, like... If you turn the device sideways, like the notch is so bad and so obtrusive and that the designers didn't pay attention to it so much so that like when the device was on its side and you try to scroll, the scroll bar is actually covered by the notch, which I think at the time was correct. But like that was just then fixed in software. Um, But you were right at the time, as in like that's a very that decision is very against what I, I guess we all felt that Apple's yeah. core values were like everything being airtight and solid. Yeah. That's very weird and like loose and, you know, kind of lazy. I think the main point that I said in the video that I don't agree with anymore is that I was, I just was one of those people that went on and on about how, you know, how legendary and godlike Steve Jobs is and Tim Cook came and fucked it all up, which I don't agree with. In fact, we made a video this year or last year, time is weird, 2019. <laughs> Uh, called Apple's Better Without Steve Jobs. Right. That I agree with. I stand by that opinion. Go watch, don't, I agree. Don't bitch at me. Just watch the video and you'll see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I strongly believe that, that, you know, I'm not saying Steve Jobs should have never been the CEO of Apple. I'm saying that in the current climate for Apple right now, Tim Cook is the better CEO. And... Uh, they, at the time I was using Android and I had used iPhones for years, but got frustrated with iOS. It's never a hardware issue. I always get frustrated with software. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I left iOS, I left iPhone because of iOS and started using Android. But then, you know, like a year, maybe a year or two after the Apple sucks now video and it's your fault. I went back to iPhone and have been using it since because I was frustrated with Android. So I don't fucking know. (laughs) Well, you know what? I you know, I've been thinking about this. Um we talked about this kind of about this video being unlisted a couple nights ago and I've been kind of actually thinking about it. Uh I think when you made that video, I think all those points were valid and some still are, but I think it in the in the the um Tim Cook is better or sorry, Apple's better without Steve Jobs video go really hand in hand and like kind of cover the evolution of Apple as a company because I think when you made that Apple sucks video, it was almost like Apple was in a weird sort of like transition phase where yeah. it was becoming a different company under Tim Cook. Right. And now that like with all the different uh, iPhones coming out at these very different price points, hitting I feel all like the they different settled in. Well, I think they did. I think they're actually just reaching what that 2017 era Apple was trying to move into. 
if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, now I always preach like seeing the bigger picture and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. At the time, I definitely was not, I was just, I was definitely, it was definitely reactionary to the new product. And yeah. I didn't consider, you know, a, even a year down the line. I was just like, but you know what? I don't regret the video uh, because I don't think you should. Yeah. It's one of our, it's the video that literally got us from nobody seeing us and nobody know, knowing who we were to, Finally, you know, after five years or six years of doing YouTube, having an even uh, just an ounce of, you know, attention and traction. And we uh, I know Brian and I, at least at that time in our lives and and our career needed that to happen at that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even I, I, I really don't think you should even downplay like I don't think you should give yourself shit for that video because. Nobody knew the direction. I think that was one of the, the the issues as well. Is nobody could really see the direction Apple was trying to go in mm-hmm. with the notch and the weird software inconsistencies and the weird like no real quality control. So it was real messy. Like it was very odd and kind of not Apple at all. But they tightened it all back up, and I think only now we can look back and see that like there actually was kind of a plan in place. It just yeah. at the time. I don't know. It was it was it was hazy and weird. So, all right. Good qu- see. Good questions. Good questions. It's making us think. This is crazy. We we just yeah. it's just always fart jokes. Proud of you guys. Okay, here we go. <laughs> hey John, I'm Connor from Kentucky. I had a question about information that you know that we can't know. You've mentioned before that <laughs> there's information that you have that you can't share with us legally. I guess what kind of information is it? Like iPhone, MacBook. Spicy. Treading real close there. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff you said you would get in trouble if you shared. Yeah. Uh, what is what, it? What though? is it? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was a good question. Um I mean, there's a reason that we don't that we can't talk about it. There's okay, so there's a few reasons. There's stuff that it's not like it's so classified that we can't tell you. Some of it is really based on who has the information because it could be hurtful to the to the person who ha- who like is providing the information. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. If like if we publish information, it would be very clear to Apple who had the information and who gave it to us and who the source is, and that would hurt them. For example, right now we're dealing with um, AR glasses stuff, and there's a video I want to publish, uh, but there's an issue where and see I have to. This is how careful we have to be. The prototype. Uh, the video of the prototype of the AR, AR glasses is a very specific color. And what I've learned throughout the last 24 hours, that's why we got to be patient and sit on stuff and make sure all the ducks are in a row. I've never even said that before, but that's how serious I am. <laughs> Counted ducks. <laughs> Apparently, Burn, all the AR glasses prototypes are separate colors that identify the group of people who worked on them. See, and this is this is why we be real careful because Apple, yeah. they're a sneaky beaver. So imagine if, you know, I I was like, oh my god, I could publish the AR glass, and then I just did it. Imagine how fucked that entire department would be if that yeah. got out. And so oh, it would narrow things down and make our source easier to snuff out too. So and you know, but we have sources literally all over the place, and one of the sources is able to tell us like how to be careful and what Apple's looking for and how Apple's trying to get us to fuck up. Um, and this is just one of those things where, okay, because I know that, that means that we got to publish the video in black and white. Like, there are ways mm-hmm. around it. Little things. Yeah, but it's just like, if you don't pay attention to all those details, like, you could really fuck somebody's life up. It's not us. That, I mean, we live in America where there's freedom of the press. Um but we're talking about, you know, somebody else's livelihood, how they feed their families and it just and not even losing their job, but also they could just get absolutely fucked legally. Yeah. Yeah. Shockingly, so, what we're doing is completely protected yeah. by U.S. law and like we're we're totally fine and safe in our little bedrooms. Um, but all the risk is on the sources. And I don't think I don't know if you mention this very often, but a lot of times you also wait to give out information until you can confirm it with multiple sources. Right. Because if you look at a lot of other leaks that are coming out, they haven't been the most accurate. And I think that's very reactionary. Mm -hmm. People will get information and they'll just fire it out there as soon as they get it. But we wait and only once it's confirmed by multiple sources 
You know, that's why that's why you have such a good track record. I yeah, because I you feel know. like the more like if we if we fucked up multiple times and kept releasing inform, information that wasn't accurate, then the next thing we say matters a lot less. So exactly, um, we our our track record is very important. It's why we you know when we get information, we try to verify it with at least two or three other sources that we have mm-hmm. before we publish it. Um, which also leads to us knowing some stuff that we don't share because we just aren't completely confident in the, in the information. So some of it's, you know, we hold it back for legal reasons, and then some of it is just we can't because we're not confident enough to tell, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. And this is something that maybe newer listeners or viewers, subscribers haven't really caught on to yet, but you've been preaching how important credibility is to you for years now. Yeah. And that's a that's a major linchpin in front page tech. And you know, and people wondered for so many years, like, why is it so important? Why is it so important? Well, this is why. Yep. This is why. Okay. Uh well, let's go to this one. Hi, Alex here. Oh uh location <laughs> classified. And I wanna know, are you Jern and Burn part of the deep state agenda? And are you in cahoots <laughs> with the intergalactic demons that are trying to control our brains and feed us oh dirt? Oh, my God. <laughs> also, just another quick side question. Is the notch on the iPhone a symbol of the Illuminati? And will it be getting smaller <sighs> and uh, dampening its influence? Okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> that. Do you, know, do you have any idea who that is? Alex Jones? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, do you want to just go with that? It was just Alex Jones. Nobody planned. Yeah, that's Alex who Jones. I wanted to be. <laughs> I wish. Wait, do you, do you I know wish who Alex put Jones him on that voice? Podcast? Yeah, it's it's Greg from Greg's Gadgets. Oh, that was yeah. amazing, dude. He's we've been on this. Uh, I mean, Burn. You know, Alex Jones memes are like that's a, he's a national treasure. He. Uh, we need to clarify. Nah. He's a national treasure for the memes. <laughs> okay, we understand he's. How Have you crazy ever tried bone is. broth, Burn? <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to try it. What? It, what is it like? Caveman extract or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so was that was, was that a real question? So we actually like. No, of course it's not a real question. But well, I had he did to... mention the the shrinking notch. That's why I, you know. He said, "Is it." Is it the sign of Illuminati? <laughs> Inside that, he asked if it was getting smaller. I mean, okay, yes, Alex. <laughs> it's getting small. Yes, Mr. Jones. <laughs> yes, Mr. Jones. It's okay. Now send us some bone broth. Yeah. Um, that was Greg from Greg's Gadgets, great YouTube channel and podcast we promoted last week, Gadget Cast. I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I feel like he just swindled his way and did some more promo. So I'll leave a he link. Did. That was clever. I'll leave a link down in the show notes to Gadget Cast. You are F- for any future uh, other creators if you want to. G- Get some free promo out of us. Just talk about John's sandwich habits. Yeah. And make funny impressions. Okay, here we go. Next one. Hi, my name is Matthew Christian Miller, also known as Carbon Gaming on YouTube. I'm from Dallas, Texas. And I'm my question actually is, how would you recommend getting started on a podcast? Because my YouTube thing isn't really going that well. And it doesn't help that I kind of stopped about four years ago uh, <laughs> and haven't made any new videos since. And, and then follow-up question, if I do start a podcast, would you be okay with coming on it and maybe doing like an interview or doing a show with me? Thanks. Have a good day. Okay. Good a lot question. to unpack there. So I, I only listened to that when I first, you know. Uh-huh. Don't get any ideas, people. But when I first vetted this and I just I just listened to like the first, I don't know, five seconds, it's like, okay, this is a good one. So I didn't hear the rest. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Jeez. So I guess if you haven't done if you haven't done YouTube in four years, you're not really doing YouTube, are you? So that's yeah. number one. Uh in in terms of advice for starting a podcast, just do it. Just fucking it's we have to follow advice that advice all the time. <laughs> just all the time it. that all the time that you're not spending doing a podcast, you're like you're just like putting off the progress it could have be yeah. like, you know growing it uh, yeah every time you're like when sh- oh, how should i do it when should i do it you're not doing it also growing a podcast organically is kind of fucking hard it's very so hard <laughs> good luck there's no algorithm there <laughs> good luck <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean 
it'd be hard. Like we're lucky enough to already have an existing audience to promote the podcast to. But if Number we didn't have that and it was just podcast, good fucking luck, everybody else. It's I mean, yeah, there's really it's really hard for people to just find a podcast. Like imagine yeah. just browsing the podcast app, being like, oh, that sounds cool and downloading. That's that basically happens if you're number two. <laughs> <laughs> so basically start your podcast get to number two uh yeah. as as far as like us coming on start your podcast do it for a, a little bit of time then ask me and we'll think about it right yeah if you haven't done youtube in four years it seems like you need to tighten up them hatches a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh thanks for the question though okay here we go next one hey lads it's Dwayne here from melbourne australia Hi. just wondering if uh siri is going to get smarter in iOS 14. Thanks, fellas. Interesting. Good day, mate. Oh, gee, can you not? <laughs> I fucking hope she... I mean... So the reason I included this was to talk... was to have a little conversation about Siri. What? What's wrong? What, you, got a, you got a bone to pick? What's going on? Well, no, I don't... I think... Okay, so you know she's dumb. She's been dumb since she came out. Okay, but you... But do you also know why... Uh, no, I mean, I, no, I use, I have an Android phone, so Google Assistant's fine. I have no problem, but what's, what's wrong with Siri? Well, Siri, there's a lot of things that like, you know, Google Assistant or Alexa can do that Siri cannot. I have a question real quick. Is, is Siri conversational yet? Ish. Ish? Oh no, is it like faux conversational? Yeah, she's pretty bad. Um, Mm. she has a lot of limitations and. Okay. People just chalk that up, and it sounds like I'm just defending Apple here, but I'm just going to put something in your brain to also consider. People just chalk this up to Siri being just incredibly stupid, and mm-hmm. Apple doesn't care, doesn't pay enough attention, and every other assistant's better. But consider that the reason Siri doesn't do as much for you as something like Google Assistant or Alexa is because she's not keeping all the data that you think she is. Like, privacy for Apple is very, very important, Makes Whereas um, Google knows everything about you, saves everything about you, uh, collects the data and shares it to give you more relevant information. Whereas your iPhone and Siri, for the most part, don't do that. Mm-hmm. So the so the information that it can give back is pretty limited because it doesn't it doesn't know anything about you other than what you just asked. Whereas Google said Google Google Assistant and professional and Alexa have a, a lot more data collected um that can carry on a better conversation, answer questions conversationally, have more context, save more context, save more data. Mm-hmm. Or Siri, you're just like I don't know, you it's basically a stranger every time you talk to her. What's the weather? 35. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Anyway, I just wanted people to consider, uh, like, okay, I wish Siri did more too, but then I asked myself, would I be willing to, tra- am I am I happy with the security of my iPhone? Would I, be, would I be willing to trade more of the security and more of my data for her to be smarter? And, you know, coming from someone who has a smart assistant and probably no no privacy, not worth it. It's fine. <laughs> Wait, are you, are you happy with Google Assistant and everything she knows? It's fine. It's I just I definitely am aware all the time that like it's like looking at me and listening to me. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it feels like I have a little Google Assistant monkey on my shoulder. You know that being... uh, that web page you can view that you can go to that will play back all of your recordings. Yeah, yeah. It's specific I for that. you for like Google Assistant stuff. I remember that. It's like everything it's ever captured from. Yeah, you. that's creepy as shit. <laughs> but you I can delete do it that. if you want. Probably gonna be a lot of swearing. Called. Yeah, Google it. It's probably gonna be a lot of shit. Oh, go, oh, go ahead. It's like recordings of every time you've talked to Google Assistant intentionally, uh-huh. but also every time it's accidentally activated and started listening. Oh, dude, I was gonna say every time it's activated is accidental. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so it's always going to be a lot of the fuck. <laughs> Google, no. Oh, uh, shit. Okay, here we go. Hey, uh, what's up, John? This is Sam from North Carolina. I just want to get your opinion on jailbreaking. And before you actually, hmm. you know, criticize it too bad, it doesn't ruin your warranty if you factory set it. It's just like a regular iPhone. I just want to get your opinion and how you think it could benefit iOS and Apple. Thank you. Oh, that's a good this question. This is a tough one for Jern. 
Oh, really? Well, here, do you have do you have a, a hot take ready or do you want to you want to like sit on something for a sec? Uh, go ahead. I'll I'll sit. Well, cuz so I am a pretty firm believer in end user stuff. Uh-huh. Um not that Apple should be welcoming to jailbreaking. However, I do think stuff like jailbreaking is really important to a healthy aftermarket like community if that makes sense yeah like i think it's really important for the longevity of devices outside of normal use and then also in a lot of ways it does have uses kind of like what he was asking like sometimes some really talented jailbreakers can can integrate things into ios or whatever that weren't already there and um Maybe someone on Apple can take notes or be like, oh, that actually works pretty well. Yeah. You know, so I think it has its place. And I don't think Apple should do too much. I, th- I, feel, like, I feel like right now, uh, without knowing too much about it, it seems pretty healthy because I'm not overly aware of it. Like, it doesn't seem like it's a big problem right now, which I think is where jailbreaking should be. That makes sense. I think it should be yeah. right there outside of normal awareness. I agree. Like... I mean, obviously, jailbreaking was way more popular. It was when it was much more of a thing, like you know, five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like with every version of iOS that comes out, they like nix one more jailbreak off. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. So personally, I don't do it. I don't jailbreak anything because I'm lazy and I don't care. Like, I just I bought the thing that I wanted and I just want it to work and I don't want to tinker. I don't, that's probably why I like iOS over Android because I don't want to tinker. I don't want to be responsible for the layout or how it looks or how it behaves. Yeah. I just want it to work. I don't care about any of that other shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and also important to me, I, I want it to be reliable. Like, I don't want everything to crash. I don't want it to be broken and mm-hmm. I don't want to be responsible for fixing anything. Stability. Yeah. So, um, but I do see the importance of it, even from the standpoint of a lot of things that we have in iOS now, natively and officially, came from a jailbreak. That somebody, you know, an idea that somebody had in a jailbreak that they put in a jailbreak. A lot of those ideas are now implemented directly into iOS. So I think it's good for iOS. I think it's healthy for iOS, the jailbreak community. I just personally you know don't do it. it and i don't care if you do it i don't give a shit if you do it i'm not gonna be like no that's wrong don't do it i don't think it's wrong i think you can do whatever you want but i think that you also assume responsibility for the risks involved as well that's yeah it. i agree yeah i think i yeah i really think coming from like a, a heavy gaming background there it's it's always been like once you leave the traditional like console gaming scene or anything like that it's all emulators and hacking and modifying old Mm -hmm. hardware to do weird shit or like people putting old Nintendo consoles in a toaster and making that like I think that's so important to like the longevity of secondhand hardware things like that Mm -hmm. and I think it's really exciting I think without that stuff you have a really sort of buy the product okay I'm done with this throw the product away and it just feels sterile i guess is a good word for it it feels very like yeah like anti-consumer in a way just anti you know not fun either it's also boring as fun (laughs) anti-fun so um yeah good question makes us great i like questions that make us think. a great podcast got another apple glasses question (laughs) oh doggy hey jern it's brian here in knoxville tennessee hey buddy i was just curious when we would see those uh images of that um Oh yeah, Apple glasses. Don't really know what to call it at this point. Anyway, a lot, thanks, of, Apple, a lot of Apple glasses. <laughs> that questions. fucking tripped me out when he said it's Brian. <laughs> you should have warned me. That was rough. I forget. I forget. I don't remember these. Um, okay, so <laughs> whenever we get them, whenever we know we can publish them without anyone getting fucked. I think we talked about that just pretty much. Ago. It, yeah, the yeah. legal ob- obligations we have to the sources. Um, Whenever we can confidently, so I want to publish the video. I, you know, I, I tweeted earlier today that I'm going to show the audience and they just assumed images. No, 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 a video, but also I'm going to publish information about how they work. Uh, there's video of the glasses and video of starboard. Again, the UI in the glasses. I uh, just want to make sure everybody's protected by the time we put it out. Uh, so yeah, 
Everyone's asking about Apple Glasses. It's reasonable. Everyone's interested. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I think this is another Apple Glasses question. Hi, this is Chelsea from Virginia. I was just wondering if you had any information on whether the Apple Glasses would be prescription. Thanks. Ooh. You know what? If Apple doesn't do prescription stuff, they're, mm-hmm. that's, they've missed a massive market. Yeah, I think it. I mean, from from what I know, it's a very very safe bet that there that you can have your prescription implemented. I mean, why? Yeah. It would be really, yeah, it'd be really That'd really be dumb. dumb. Yeah. Oh my god. To release glasses that and glasses you know why? that don't work with a prescription. You know why? Because everyone who's interested in this shit is a fucking nerd and has glasses. <laughs> Both That's of us exactly included. Why? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Very safe bet. I'm 99.9% sure that they'll have, you know, you can use your prescription and it'll work fine. If, um, if we find out that they aren't prescription, we'll be, you'll, you'll, be, you'll see us be the first ones to bitch about it. <laughs> yeah. We'll come on the show and be, remember that time when we said, okay, uh, <laughs> this one. Hey, John, my name is Joe Vericali from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm calling because I'm wondering what you think the iPhone 12 will have as a charging port. I'm hoping it's USB-C, but Mm it doesn't seem like it might go that way. So (laughs) let me hear your thoughts. And if you don't think it's going to be USB-C, do you think it should be? Thanks. Bye. No. No no to all of it. No. Now that's interesting. Now we know Apple's stubborn and we know why it's stubborn, but why do you personally feel like it should stay lightning? I just don't I feel like that's more disruptive than anything. Like why disruptive? Yeah, like if if we just suddenly I mean look what happened when we went to lightning from the 30 dot connector, 30 pin connector. I mean everyone had to change mm. all their fucking everything. They had to but, change their chargers John, their accessories. We can't keep like what if regardless if it's USB-C or not, but what if a new technology comes out that's way more efficient, power efficient, it you know charges faster. It's like, instead of just being two-way flippable, it's like three-way flippable or some shit. Well, like, we the, can't just have the same one forever. The future is wireless. And so... Maybe. No, it is. It's absolutely mm. wireless. And so I don't want to... It would be, in my opinion, it would be dumb to shove something in between lightning and wireless we should just you go know, from lightning to wireless i don't know if we've made this correlation before there's we have to have but we just talk about this stuff so much it's hard to remember maybe apple's hanging on to lightning for so long because they're really like banking on air power like coming out well they're also banking on lightning well well what i'm saying is they know air power is on its way in some capacity so they're like, we're not about to change right before air power comes out. So we're just going to ride out lightning until we don't need any ports. Okay. Well, I haven't talked about this anywhere. So here Uh-oh. you go. Recycle bin exclusive. <laughs> oh, shit. So there's some stuff. Uh, this is going back to stuff we don't talk about. Uh, so if you listen to this long into the podcast, you get a real gem here at the end. Um, there's a nugget of poop. Yeah, there's. I, there's another thing I haven't talked about because if it's so far away that it almost feels like there's no reason I should t- mention it now because like it's so far away from it coming to the market that people either forget that I said it or it's just it doesn't matter right now. But so we've mentioned I've said over and over again even before we were doing Apple leaks that Apple will go portless before they ever do USB C and I uh-huh. still believe that and Apple believes that. Um, from Sadly, what I you're, know, you're, you're right. I think. From what I know, I mean, especially because the future is wireless. I don't see any reason to confuse the market and shove another accessory in there at the last minute before we go wireless. We're already mm-hmm. lightning. It'd be dumb to go USB-C for a year or two. Right. And then and then all of a sudden, we got to get used to going wireless. They're going to hold on to lightning. They make a ton of money from that. They'll hold on to that until we go completely wireless. Next year, we're getting one portless iPhone that as a transition into wireless will have a smart connector on the bottom. So... Um, right around where the lightning port is now, there will be a smart connector that sort of acts like the old MagSafe chargers. Really? This is the... Really? It's portless. You haven't told me this either. Yeah, it's portless, but... Well, there's more. It's portless, but that'll be like the transition to completely wireless. Once everyone has sort of... It's wow. it, it's a courage move, like the quote-unquote courage, <laughs> like they did with uh with AirPods. They didn't... 
you know, they didn't get rid of the headphone jack and then ship AirPods in the box. They still don't ship AirPods in the box. They expect you to buy that. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a similar thing where you're just expected to buy a wireless charger, whether that's AirPower or their upcoming smaller charging mat. That's just how it is. And you have a choice. It's only one portless iPhone. So if you buy into the portless iPhone, you also buy into wireless. You made the choice. So Courage. just to clarify, will that smart connector thing function as a charger in any, any capacity? Yeah, that's what it's... So at the at that moment, at least for next year on this one portless iPhone, that's what the smart connector is there for. Charging. Interesting. Yeah. You know, you said MagSafe and like my brain instantly went positive because MagSafe is the best it is, isn't it? charging method I've ever seen and wanted in anything. Yeah, and they'll you know they'll pitch it that way. Like, uh, he they'll say you know you can't trip over the cable and you it won't get stuck yeah. in there. It'll be a whole thing. But for that reason, I'm on board 100. percent The AirPower team, the project with AirPower is so important. This is the bigger picture thing that I just haven't mentioned because I don't know. I just feel like it's so far away. But the the AirPower team, the reason. Apple is so passionate and dedicated into making AirPower work is because the the ultimate project for that team is charging over Wi-Fi. I know that sounds crazy. That's why I don't. That's why I never publicly said it. No, I get it though. I, but yeah, that that's it. what that team is responsible for. After wireless chargers and after AirPower, similar technology will be implemented into communication between your device and Wi-Fi signals around you that will wirelessly charge your phone. So you won't, it'll just charge mm -hmm. in your pocket. Maybe burn a hole in your jeans. Who knows? Well, maybe this is where all the 5G caused coronavirus rumors <laughs> yeah. came from. But that's how your phone, your device will just always be charged. That's the that's the ultimate goal is just it charges off of Wi-Fi frequencies, um, charges in your pocket. Your devices are just always charged. You don't got to stop and like put it on a charging mat or stop and plug a charger in. That's mm -hmm. it. It just, it's just always charging. Um, and that's the, that's the goal. That's the end goal for, um, the air power team. That's their objective. Uh, and that's why they're so committed to the project of wireless charging. And, and that's why they want it to work. This is the first time that we've, you've ever broken the leak to me, like on something that wasn't like a private yeah, channel. It's just like, I haven't even, well, I mean, what was I going to do? Burn. They're going to charge phones with Wi-Fi. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I sound that crazy. sounds like something you would do. Uh, sounds so crazy, but yeah, that's the ultimate goal. Uh, there you go, recycle bin exclusive. Wow, um, yeah, that's what the that's what the air power team and especially the software communications team that's what their that's what their job is. Is I almost feel like I have a duty to the audience to come up with good questions, but I don't really have any. It's just, I mean, it's just kind of exciting and cool. Yeah. So and I think we've we've heard of that like as a pipe dream like years ago like what if we could charge your phone with Wi-Fi but that is that specifically <laughs> yeah. the software communications team with AirPower that's what they're doing that's what I wonder that's if what this is just is. a ploy for Apple to uh to like sell way more airports because <laughs> that's Probably. that was the name of their wireless router yeah. right if they, if they still sell those yeah yep. I don't know but if that's just a ploy it's just yeah probably it's right there okay uh, one final question then we'll wrap up here we go. Hey, I'm Andres from Switzerland, and earlier this year or last year, you guys had mentioned on the podcast, I think, that you wanted to be as reputable as The Verge, for example. With all the recent leaks, do you feel like you guys have achieved that? Thank you very much. Bye. Whoa. Good question. That, that Good kind question. of put a lot of shit into perspective right there. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. You know what? We're not as reputable as The Verge yet. Um, and I don't feel like that's ever going to be the goal in a way, because I feel like we still want to maintain the edge feeling. Yeah, I think we I think we said that we just wanted like we wanted to be considered as credible as The Verge and other you know publications. But we we also mentioned that we didn't want to sacrifice like what we do. And I think we've I think it, a year later having a having somebody literally come to us and be like, hey, you said this last year. Do you think you accomplished uh -huh. it? I think we did. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, you know, we're obviously putting out some really juicy fucking information, but it's the same show it's been for the past five or however many goddamn years. Almost eight. Yeah, It's still full of bad jokes. 
Still full of Jern flubbing his words and saying, bye 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 Yeah. I think we just mixed uh, the jokes with uh, with the actual credible information. And I right. think we did. I think we accomplished that goal uh, all the way around. I think Reddit disagrees, but fuck yeah. Reddit. I learned that from you. <laughs> there you go. Dude, I haven't I haven't looked at Reddit all week. It's been so nice. That is good. I'm very proud of Jern. Um, yeah, I, I think we did it. I think we accomplished that. Have, it's so weird to have somebody like hold us accountable. Like, Hey, you said this last crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird that we've been, there's like evidence of us existing (laughs) before a a week ago. And I I love these (laughs) call-ins because it's not just like, you know, a YouTube comment or a username. It's like, we get to hear their voice, people from all over the world call. And it's really cool. We had, we had a guy and, from Japan call. And then they, they beep hellishly into your ear and scare you. That was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, I think that's it, Bern. Are you, are you ready to wrap <sighs> up? We're done here? That's pre- I'm pretty satisfied. We got a that real was a packed show. That was a lot. I swore a bunch in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I forgot you, how we started. You leaked. Pro- like, it became a tech podcast about halfway through. It was pretty exciting. We better be number one, goddammit. <laughs> I request to be uh, number 31 overall now, guys. So, uh, yeah, so I, there's a, I think there's still eight voicemails that we didn't get to, uh, got a little overexcited about that. I thought we could get to all of them. Couldn't. So if you didn't hear, if you know, you called in, you remember you called in, you asked us a question, but you definitely didn't hear it in this episode. Call back, ask us again. Uh, we'll see and, if we get to it. And you know what? This is also your fault audience because you guys asked such good questions. We couldn't stop talking about them. Yeah. Really good questions this week. Thank you for following the rules. Make sure to yeah, keep your questions you so around much. 30 seconds. Uh, Brian. If they had to call in, what is the number? Oh, I get to say the number? You get to say the number. The number is 404-913-4226. Thank you. Okay, call in. Make sure to call. Don't text it, you you heathens. They're still doing that. We're ignoring all text messages. Stop. stop, No, don't, don't call it, but don't text it. Yes. Waste of time. Okay. Uh, thank thank you for listening and uh, visit the sponsor wevpn.com slash recycle bin and don't get coronavirus. Thank you. Wow. That's see you that next really week. how you're that's that's really what we're going with. Yeah, I think outro. I'm gonna stick with that one. <laughs> okay, can I have I want one too? Go ahead. Fuck wasps. See you next week. <laughs>